How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Um, I'm fantastic, actually. I just had an amazing therapy sesh. Nice. And I got to wear my favorite boots today. So I'm happy. Tell me about your boots. Okay, so my boots, I'm so glad you asked. Um, My boots are, they're these like polo boots that I thrifted. And they're just like regular like brown polo boots. But, so I'm Mm -hmm. 5'11", which means like I have giant feet. Same. Yeah. But um, these boots make my feet look like just like a tight, sexy eight and a half. (laughs) That rules. Yeah. I love them. I look down at these. I'm like, "Mm, whose little baby feet are those? Yeah. Whose sexy little baby feet are those? Right. Um, (laughs) I got a pair of, I think Steve Madden, just like their basic combat boots, like the $100 combat boots um that did the same thing for my feet uh-huh. uh in the fall and it was a revelation right like, oh my god yeah these like, like these look tiny like a human being's feet i know i'm like i tried i'm like a big person in like every way and i like don't really think that that's like a bad thing in it but it's just like ooh, a little feet ooh. <laughs> uh- <laughs> now i growing up um I don't know where this came from, but I, I heard that Polish people, and I am of Polish descent, and you are as well, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. Yes. Um, it was sort of a thing um, in my family that that was like, oh, Polish people have big feet. And now I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a thing at all. I've I think my family is just weird um I maybe think... my family has big feet but they're just like <laughs> generalizing this to everyone from Poland. weird i'm not like very connected to like being polish like it doesn't mean oh, me neither to me but my grandma makes like kolaches but like that's it yeah my grandma well i call her my babcha yeah. um made you know makes like not as much anymore but when i was growing up she made like pierogi and like um cabbage rolls which i was like never really a big fan of um oh, and yeah, I, they're I, super gross they're really gross <laughs> polish cooking has polish some cooking real problems so gross and there's like no color in it and there's like the only vegetable is cabbage and you're like we're all gonna die like you we guys have to eat all vegetables. got scurvy and died yeah and then went yeah. kind of lost your brains and became uh you, you know nazis sort of um but they really blew it huh they really fucking blew it they really wanged it again poland um yeah i'm looking at the polish cuisine article and you got you got tripe soup you got you got fucking duck's blood soup a lot of sausage like kielbasa and like yeah that kind of stuff this says that bagels originated in poland is that that sounds like a lie to me I don't know. I mean, I have no idea, but I would guess that it's a lie. This it doesn't is, sound true. No, me. that sounds fake. Because here's... ultimately, I actually have no idea where bagels do come from. No, me it's neither. I've never thought about it. There's no such thing as a... You know what? I don't think it could be true because Chicago is such a Polish city, and you cannot find a good bagel in the city of Chicago. It's the only thing I don't love about... The, that's not true. There's a lot I don't love about the city. But um, you can't find a good bagel in Chicago. <sighs> That's so disappointing. I think it's a lie. I think it's a lie too, especially because 
there is nothing in the actual article. The word bagel doesn't appear in the actual article. It's just in one of those side photos that just says bagels oh. originated in Poland and just has a picture of a bagel on a white field. But like, there's it doesn't. Yeah, citation needed. That. Citation needed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love a bagel right now. Oh God, I would kill for a bagel right now. I've been eating like um like mostly plant-based and it fucking sucks ass. Um, but I did eat McDonald's today cause I wanted to. <laughs> Hell yes. And I was like, I like used to eat a shit ton of fast food. Um, and I don't anymore, but like sometimes I'm just like, I need a McDouble or I just, I just need it. There's no or. Yeah. Now, can I ask where you sit on the McDonald's triangle? Are you aware of this? No. So Tell there has more. been a meme that is going oh around. Oh my god, I don't understand the meme. I don't get it. I think it's just like one of those things that people like to have. Like, it's just like a way of just of talking about the personalities of different characters. So for people who haven't seen it, it's a triangle. Um, one of the points, it's like uh, basically kids are yelling like McDonald's, McDonald's, and That's like me. <laughs> you have gotten further on that. And the three points, one of them is we have food at home. Uh Um, One of them is, I think, also yelling McDonald's, McDonald's. Um, And one of them is pulls into the drive-thru while kids are cheering and orders a single black coffee and drives away, (laughs) which is me. That is extremely me. That is the ugliest thing I've ever heard. If anyone (laughs) did I would have them arrested immediately and without hesitation. For criminal crimes. Yeah. yeah, criminal crimes. Um, exactly. No, I don't call the police, but I think if someone did that to me, I would. No, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't call the cops, except if someone does that. Yeah, that's what for they're sure. for. <laughs> you know, bread is plant based. Bread, bread comes from a plant. Bread does come from a plant. I say plant based, but it, like it doesn't. I don't know if it sounds better or worse than vegan. I don't know. I think it. Oh. It's just like I guess ultimately nobody's business what I eat, and I hate when people like just like don't talk about what other people are eating right yeah fuck it but i mostly i don't know i stopped eating red meat except for when i go to my parents like on christmas eve i cooked dinner for my whole family i was really nervous Whoa. but i did amazing i knocked it out of the park but i told my dad i was like i'm not eating red meat he's like cool we got steak <laughs> i was like so Steak's i think <laughs> like what? you what? don't understand what red meat is. what do you think red meat is what does he think red is meat it is like a I crab is like a crab a lobster because it's I think literally he just, red. Like, heard it and it just like didn't register like it's like one of those yeah it was just like in a pitch that he couldn't possibly hear yeah like it, a, to a dog red like, meat just, a, yeah, a exactly. dog nearby like perked up his ears and was like oh red meat I would, yeah, I would I, like my that. dad can't physically hear that sentence. It would send him into, he just doesn't understand what it means. Yeah. I had that, uh, experience sometimes like the first few years I was vegetarian. I would like go to family dinners and I'd be like, Oh, I'm vegetarian, but like, don't, it's not like a big deal. Like I'll just, you know, eat like whatever. And they're like, Oh, you can have this. And I'm like, yeah, that is a whole fish. Um, which I get, I get that some people who call themselves vegetarians right. do eat fish, which is fine, but I do not. Um, basically, I'm like, it's really simple. Is it an animal? Like, I do not yeah. eat it. Um, my cousin has been 
vegetarian for like the longest time and then she like broke it this year and on Christmas she was eating like sausage and peppers and she was like eating you know fucking prime rib and she was just like going in on all this like just eating so much meat and my family was so excited I thought they were gonna like <laughs> lift her up on their shoulders and just be like Angelica Angelica because they were so happy I was like you guys need to chill out mm-hmm. it's like that there's that Simpsons episode that early one where Lisa Oh my god. Uh, decides to become vegetarian and like her family is freaking out oh my god that's one of my favorite i don't know if it's the same episode but when homer's like he's like you better butter up that bacon boy and he's like but damn my heart hurts <laughs> is the is the vegetarian episode that like you don't eat my meat but you glue with my feet <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines yes i I'm... think that is that one I'm like pretty staunchly anti-nerd in my personal life, but I am but like you gotta a, be. But I'm like a huge Simpsons nerd. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think that's a contradiction, or maybe it is. Maybe it's. Do I contradict myself very well? I am anti-nerd, and I like Simpsons. Like that's yeah, that's fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I I um, contain multitudes exactly. For sure. Yeah. I think that's what uh, old What's Nuts was talking about when he wrote that. I think so too. Old What's is Nuts. Old What's is Nuts. The <laughs> father of American poetry. I <laughs> probably. So who knows? This has all been lost to time. We just don't know anymore. It's a it's real really shame. It's really not even any of my business. You know. You know what? It's not my business. It's. I don't want to. I, I, I like. <laughs> I like saying it's none of my business. To like, you know how most people are like, oh, that's. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I like being, and I forget who I got this from, but I like being like, oh, that's, that's none of my business. I don't need to, I don't need to know that. That's none of my business. <laughs> um, yeah, I said that to my psychiatrist today. I had therapy followed by meeting with my doctor and I like said something about my medicine. And I was like, I guess ultimately that's none of my business. She was like, um, what? <laughs> I was like, never mind. <laughs> She does not like my jokes. She doesn't like my jokes at all. She does this. Um, She asks me like every appointment. She'll be like, so are you having any new hallucinations? And I'll, every time I say, oh, how am I supposed to know? Um, and she like, <laughs> does not laugh. That's very funny, though. I, lo- I It's a good joke. It's good. Is the it's thing. a good joke. It's funny. We're all having a great time here in this laughing. doctor's appointment. And she's like, no. Do you? <laughs> Is that a yes or a no? I'm like, okay. Are you someone like me who either wants to diffuse situations through humor or wants to impress people like therapists by making them laugh with your good jokes? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the, definitely the second thing. Uh, I'm not someone who diffuses anything. I'm actually, like, unfortunately, a very confrontational person. <laughs> Um, but I'm from the South side of Chicago. I don't know what you want from me. Um, but I actually started with a new therapist because I realized that like every week that I was going, it just was turning into a one woman show. And my, my therapist was like, she, she would laughed too much. And I was like, I was like, I'm paying for this. Like, and just not getting any better. This is hustling Mm -hmm. backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I had to switch. Yeah. That's a real problem sometimes. Um, 
I have had that experience before too. And like, thankfully my current therapist just like, doesn't really like to give me that. Like, we'll sometimes feel like, uh, ha, ha. Um, yeah. but like, also I found like the way that I talk about stuff in therapy and, and doctors classes and things, I often mm-hmm. like, just like, if something is like actually kind of serious, I'll just like, just make a really fucking dark joke about it. And like, yeah. I've realized, Oh, people don't think that's funny. Like when you joke about like, something like really like fucked up about yourself like not at all they hate it they don't like it it's really (laughs) weird it's like my brain was already wrong but then like being on the internet so much like definitely made me be like oh i'm like i'm so depressed i haven't got out of bed in two days (laughs) haha lol (laughs) yeah no exactly (laughs) it's just like yeah um my brain is wrong Oh yeah, been there. Seen. I love um it's just like you can people will be like Allie talk about anything and within like ten minutes I'm just talking about therapy. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Therapy is it's important and it is important. It's you know, and you don't it's not a place to practice stand up is the important right. thing because don't be I mean, if you want to be a stand up, chase your bliss. Um don't but probably don't sorry <laughs> no you should you you should listener um you should in the privacy of your own home <laughs> a staunch anti-stand-up stance coming yeah so i up. used to do stand-up like really? years ago yeah it's like deeply humiliating um to me personally no offense to any stand-up comedians or aspiring stand-up is it worse to be a stand-up comedian or an aspiring one i really it's hard to say <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did comedy for a little bit and then I just got so fed up with just like sexism in the scene and also just like, I don't know, I, I just wasn't having fun anymore. So I stopped doing it and now I'm getting back into like storytelling, which is kind of more my realm because there's a lot more room to be super, super dramatic. Yeah. So what does that look like for you? Like, are you doing live storytelling stuff? Yeah. I, so I'm not, I mean... I would like to be doing a lot more than I am doing. Um, the last time I had a show booked, I got really drunk the night before and ate like a whole jar of fig jam. And I'm super, super allergic to figs, right? <laughs> but I was so drunk and figs are so good. So I like ate this like jar of jam. Right? And it was... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. No, it's but still... this is like... I don't think I've ever even heard of fig jam. And like, first oh, of all, just yeah. the fact that it's fig jam, it's just very funny to say. And then the fact funny. that you're allergic to figs and just. I couldn't control myself. Oh my I just was like, I, I saw the fig jam and I became crazed. <laughs> and so I'm like eating all this jam or whatever. And then I wake up and just like my left eye is swollen shut. I'm like covered in a rash. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I see my eye like texting. I'm like, Hey, I might not, I might be a little late. (laughs) It's like five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock rolls around. My eyes still not open. I'm like, Hey man, I have to cancel. Um, So that was the last time that I tried to do story (laughs) time. But yeah, I've done, I've done more shows in the last year than I have in a really long time. So that was exciting. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to get booked for more this year. But one of my it's one of my resolutions. Cool. Do you have any other resolutions? 
I do. Um, I want to read more. Um, I love reading, but I just am, I become really, really lazy about it. Mm-hmm. I think if like my, every book was just like chop, like line breaks after like 140 characters, I could probably read it. <laughs> Yeah, it would help for sure. Seems like a tremendous waste of paper, but um, yeah. So one of them is to read more. Um, one of them is to like find more shit to do that isn't like centered around alcohol. Mm. And then also I want to start boxing, but I don't know if I want to start boxing because I think I might have to cut my nails. Oh, God. Yeah, that's so a it's like, problem. Yeah, I just don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> That's tough. Actually, I put out a, a little tweet asking folks if there was anything they wanted us to talk about in particular, which is something I'm playing around with lately. And uh, do you know Hunk Tears? I do. Yeah. Our good friend Hunk Tears suggested we talk about I nails. Bet. And um, because we are both people who have long ass stiletto nails. Yes. Well, I normally keep mine coffin, but I was just in oh, okay. the mood when I went to get mine done the other day. Um, they look amazing. Are... I'm going to like link Thank that you. picture in the show notes because they were like, what are they based on again? This um, like vintage YSL love postcard mm. that they do every year um, or did every year. I don't think they do anymore. Um, but every year they come out with this love postcard. It's a different theme. And this one was from like 1973. And it was like, just this like lady and a koi fish or snakes. And it was, it was really cool. And I found a new nail tech. I absolutely love her. And she's super, super talented. And I brought this to her and I was like, Hey, can you just fuck me up? And she was like, no problem. <laughs> and she did her thing and they look so good. Um, and I'm obsessed with them. The rules. Yeah, I like my nails are really important to me. Like I feel Same. prettier when I have them. I feel stronger when I have them. I've been wearing acrylics for probably like eight years, maybe ten since like high school. In high school, I had like the square French tips, like the yeah. pink and white French manicure. We all uh, did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but now it's you know obviously evolved. But yeah, they're really. I also can't do anything without them. Oh my I hate God, people are like people are be like, oh, can't, well, how can you do, do anything with your nails? It's like I can't do anything without them. The only thing I can't do with my nails is chop garlic. <laughs> it is. It's the only thing that I can't do. What is? What's the problem with doing it's, it? Just like just the garlic thing. It's like it's hard to maneuver mm. around your nails when they're that long. It's to true. Chop it. Unless I'm chopping garlic wrong, which is really a possibility because I just learned how to cook like last year. Oh, well, Do you I, cook? I don't really, but I did manage to chop garlic last week uh, nice. with my nails, which felt really um, like an accomplishment. But yeah, congratulations. Thank you. I <laughs> honestly like I feel the exact same way. I've only been wearing acrylics for like two years. Before that, I just did like gel, like polish mostly. But mm-hmm. um, like I actually just wrote this whole essay that's going to be in this book um called uh i shouldn't oh becoming dangerous um Mm -hmm. and it's just like all about like nails like not the book just my my essay and it was basically just about how like i can be like my life can be falling apart and like 
I can look like a total like fucking disaster, but as long as my nails and like my hands are like pristine, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's one part of me that is like like totally flawless, which is oh absolutely really great. That's real. That's like such an it's like a it's, it's such a good feeling, yeah. And one thing I think is like really interesting about uh like nail culture in relation to beauty culture is that it like people talk a lot about like oh i don't wear makeup for men but like like yeah i get that and also like beauty culture exists within patriarchy and like all of us are unconsciously shaped by that but like nails like are the kind of thing that like a lot of straight guys are like oh i don't like that's so gross like i don't yeah it's like like nail culture is like so clearly just like for other people getting their nails done which is kind of amazing to me like i kind of love it for that reason yeah nobody even looks at your nails unless it's another person who gets their nails done right and like very few people except maybe like hand fetishists are like scrolling through like insta hand things to like jack off like like they might for like fitness (laughs) models or like whatever and so i just like love it that it's this, this weird little like pocket of beauty culture that feels so unique yeah, I like so I like posted this picture of my nails on Twitter and like I I got like a huge response to it cuz it's like um I don't know, but there were so many dudes in my mentions that were like these are disgusting. I hate when girls have these chicken nails, but then there were just as many men that were legitimately so gross. They were like, "I want to see those nails like wrapped around my dick." I was like, "Ma'am, what?" Oh. Like, oh. it's crazy. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> they, it's like they'll they'll find anything, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You um, could be like tying your shoe. They'd be like, oh, what else do those hands do? Like, oh, <laughs> what those friend. hands do? What You're those like, hands just, do, though? I'm just trying to tie my shoe. I'm just trying to get to work. I'm just trying to <laughs> eat this bagel. Right. Oh, what else as a whole? You? Yeah, I <laughs> guess. It's like kind of creative, I guess. I like, guess, but it's guess. always such a, it's always such a reach. It's my least favorite thing, and like I basically stopped posting selfies for a lot of reasons. But mm-hmm. one of the things that would happen, and that still sometimes happens when I just post nail pictures, because that's the only part of me that I post pictures of anymore, is yeah. um getting guys. Usually, not always. Sometimes it's women. Um, being like oh my god like like step on me or like oh yeah like like fuck me up like with those nails and it's like that's still it's still gross like you're yeah it's still about you and wanting something sexual from me and like the fact that it's like submissive or whatever doesn't really make it less gross feeling yeah yeah don't do that don't (laughs) do don't do it just like don't do that people People love to do that. I mean, I get that from women too. I get, I've been so frustrated lately because I don't go out that much anymore. But when I do go out, um, my jugs are out. Um, I have, I I love my boobs. They're big. They're out there. I love having them up to my neck. But I get a lot of straight women grabbing my boobs when I go out dancing. Oh my God. And they think like, they think like, it's just like, what is this like? 2003 like what are you doing you don't just freaking like you don't touch people but right. it's oh don't touch people don't yeah touch it's like i shouldn't have to explain to you that to. just because you don't want to have sex with me you don't get to touch me right it's God. crazy people, people are crazy out here it's 
people are wild out here, you know? And can I just say that your username is like one of the best I've ever seen on Twitter.com. It's so good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Jugs Bunny is... Jugs Bunny. Now, question though, how do you feel about... I can't believe I forgot her name. This is really embarrassing because I we've talked about her on my podcast like so many times. The sexy girl rabbit from Space Jam. Lola. Lola Bunny. How do you feel about Lola Bunny? She is she's fine as hell. She's she thick is. as hell. Lola Bunny. <laughs> In a universe where I'm a cartoon Lola Bunny could get it. Um <laughs> Have you she's seen thick as hell. You know who else is thick as hell is the um rabbit cop from Zootopia. Oh, well, she's like yeah. low-key thick, yeah. but she's a cop, so she couldn't get it. She is a cop, and that is unacceptable. Um, and uh, yeah, Lola Bunny, have you have you seen the tattoo of that picture? Oh, yeah. Okay, I've ahead. had actually, um, I, <laughs> I'm going to expose myself here, but I'm like talking to this dude, and he like sent me, <laughs> he just always sends me memes of like, sexy lola bunny <laughs> and i think it's so charming he's always like this is Fuck. you Fuck. i love it it's like the it's really yeah it gets me that like, is me very good like when yes. he sends me the slutty bunny and he says this is you this is you this bunny it is it's me there's a lot of as it turns out there is some art of bugs bunny and lola bunny as humans which i didn't really ask for oh yeah no me like, either i didn't ask for those i'm glad i've never seen it but i am gonna look it up immediately upon well, you have to how could you not yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that's so funny yeah no i um i have seen the tattoo it's it's incredible it's incredible i mean it's one of the top 10 tattoos of all time i completely agree do you have any tattoos i have yeah, I have, I have like, I don't know, maybe like 12 or really? 13. I don't know that I've yeah. seen any of them. I have like a half sleeve on one arm, and then I have just like a bunch of really stupid ones on the other, on my right arm. I mean, my, my half sleeve is stupid too, don't get me wrong. Um, I would <laughs> say that most of my tattoos are stupid, but I really, I love that about them. Yeah, stupid tattoos are the best. Yeah, I like... um. I have like this really the first <laughs> so stupid. One of the first tattoos I ever got was actually this giant bird on my ribs that uh, my friend Joe had got a tattoo machine and he was tattooing out of his house. And I was like 19 and I was like, cool, can you just do this like little flower? And he's like, what if we do this fucking big ass bird on like uh, just like the place that it hurts the worst? <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. Cause I'm like fucking 19 and like zanned out of my mind. I was like, yeah, whatever. So it takes like four hours. Right. And like the ribs are a really hard place to tattoo and they just hurt. Like, I don't know. Are your ribs tattooed? I don't have them, but I have heard that it's very bad. Yeah. It hurts. Um, I hate when you, when people are like, oh, it didn't hurt. It's like, yes, it did. Dude. <laughs> it hurt. Like stop being an asshole. Like it's not like you're not impressing anyone because you're lying that it didn't hurt it's a needle like scraping into your skin it hurts um but yeah so he like and and it's so faded and so patchy and it's just like really ugly and um 
it makes me laugh whenever I see whenever I like look at myself naked and I see this like giant awful bird on my ribs I laugh <laughs> because it's so bad um but I don't think I would ever get it touched up one because it hurts and two like um so my friend is a tattoo artist and I got this tattoo from him and then I got one on my thigh from him and the sleeve and a couple more in my in my half sleeve are all from him and I kind of have the evolution of his work on my body mm. and I think that that's really cool. Yeah. And so I like kind of like the shittier ones that he's done. He's always like, let me touch it up. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, no, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. My yeah. dumbest tattoo is a picture of Paul Rudd's face that uh-huh. says do less underneath it. Wow. Um, but it's, it's the Paul Red from Wet Hot American Summer, but Do Less <laughs> is, of course, from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I didn't. I'm not a Paul Rudd scholar. Oh, but I do believe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that scene is very important, um, partly because it sort of has inspired our whole motto here at this podcast network, which is Do Less. It's a scene okay. where where Paul Rudd is trying to teach. Um, what's his name in how to surf oh yeah he's just giving his advice is basically just do less and he won't clarify it he won't like explain (laughs) what it means he just keeps insisting that he do less and um Mm -hmm. he's just completely like out of his mind uh and it's one of my favorite paul red roles i love it and i i love stupid tattoos i love them i have like cherries um, which actually is not a stupid tattoo. It's a sexy, cool girl tattoo. Um, <laughs> my mm-hmm, stupidest mm-hmm, tattoo mm-hmm. is probably a stick and poke on my wrist um, that my friend at the my friend and I had given each other these stick and pokes. Uh, we had just both got broken up with by our emotionally absent Sagittarius boyfriends, and we like got drunk. And, like, drank, you know, one of those, like, $4 gallons of wine that you get at Walgreens. It's not Carlo Rossi, but it's, like, it might as well be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like, just sat on the floor and gave each other stick and pokes, um, listening to What's Love Without Tragedy by Rihanna, like, on repeat. This was, like, only a year ago. So. <laughs> that sounds it's great. It's, like, not even, can I, can be, it's not even, like, I can be, like, oh, this is something I did when I was a teenager. It's, like, something <laughs> I did when I was 26. <laughs> That's great, though. That, that rules. Yeah. So I have that. That's one. That's probably my dumbest one. Actually, easily my dumbest one. Um, I have one on my ankle that's an accordion that I got from my grandpa uh, who played the accordion. He actually like played in Chicago for the band Chicago, not the city, for a while. <laughs> uh, and dude's like, well, ask me about it because, you know, like everybody's like, oh, what's your tattoo? Um, and I used to always say that like Weird Al changed my life. And that's why I got an accordion tattoo. <laughs> but like, and it was, it would scare people, like it'd scare men away, but then it started not scaring away nerds. Oh no. Yeah. Like, can you like, imagine you like see a hot girl, like you're an, imagine that you're a nerd. This is going to be hard for you, but imagine that you're a nerd. <laughs> okay. Let me get in character. <laughs> Are you ready? And yes. yes action so you see this like hot girl with huge jugs and you're like oh what's your tattoos about and i'm like weird i'll change my life i and you're like immediately come yeah just right in your cargo shorts that's what happens so, that's what happens so i had to kind of 
that joke i um i had to scrap it yeah you yeah immediately (laughs) once i realized that i was sabotaging myself oh yeah not great i (laughs) um have a lot of visible tattoos and i'm trying to get fewer text like i'm basically off text tattoos now because um, i don't mind people looking at my tattoos or asking me what they mean but all my text tattoos you know you see people very clearly trying to read them and i'm like oh i forgot that that would be a thing and for some reason that bugs me so i mean there's not much i can do about the ones that i do have but um kind of just putting the brakes on that yeah yeah i tell whenever anybody asks i'll say it's personal it's personal (laughs) it's personal what does that mean it's personal so i don't really like to talk about it it's personal which couldn't be less true i love talking about personal thing right like if someone is asking me it's like someone is asking you to talk about yourself i'm like well yeah it's like well get ready i'm ready down it's gonna take a while to explain this tattoo of paul rudd's face and its significance (laughs) personally to me in the history of my development as a human So actually, I I would love for you to make up a story about how it's like for your grandma or something. My grandmother Um, loved or um, maybe hated Paul Rudd. My grandmother's last words were Paul Rudd or something like, you know, that always really stuck with me. Um, Yeah, I carried it with me my whole life. And I just knew that it was going to be my first tattoo. (laughs) If that had been my first tattoo, it would have been incredible um, <laughs> because that's like pretty good for a first tattoo. Yeah, for sure. It's not a giant bird on your ribcage. That's important. <laughs> and you know what's the thing is? I fucking hate birds. Really? I'm so scared. Not of a birds. bird? Oh, oh me God. too. Kind of. They're so fucking scary. Like, I don't like the way that their necks move. They could be anywhere. They could be anywhere. Like, I don't like their beady little eyes. I don't like the way that they're feet look like they're so bumpy like they're horrible fucking freaks me out my friend had a parrot and it would just be fucking i actually (laughs) i used to buy weed from this guy who had two parrots right and he was like not the kind of guy you could just go pick your weed up and leave like you had to sit down Uh smoke blunt with him like whatever and so he had all these like tons and tons of plants and he would just be sitting on the couch fucking smoking then all of a sudden you'd hear like like in your ear and then you turn around and there'd be a giant parrot next to you just like clicking in your ear it was so scary i hate it and i just actually remembered i haven't thought about this for a long time but i had a friend growing up who had at least one bird in his house i think it was like a cockatiel or something or maybe a Mm -hmm. budgie and uh i hated it like whenever i went over there like the bird would and sometimes they'd let the bird out of the cage and be like i don't like being like i was a really nervous kid so i didn't like dogs either Mm -hmm. because they would like jump all over you now i fucking love dogs but like right but yeah like a bird could be any like it could just be flying around the room like it's just gonna sneak up on you and like make a noise or like peck you no don't don't like don't do birds in your house don't do that do you want do you want to hear something so messed up? Yes. That like nobody, everybody's like, what are you talking about? It's like a weird association. So I used to have like, um, when I was a kid, I would have like nightmares of like birds pecking my eyes out. But like, um, I wouldn't eat, uh, like the noise it made sounded like kind of like the noise that 
it makes when that like whole, you know, mouth noise that it makes when you bite into like a piece of melon. That's how it sounded in my dreams, nightmares, whatever. So I wouldn't eat melon, like any kind of melon, watermelon, honeydew, nothing for a really long time because it gave me this like really visceral reaction of my eyes being picked out. Oh. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I can handle there's very few yeah. gross things that I can't handle. Yeah. I I am pretty good with gross shit. I worked as a nursing assistant for a really long time in um in a nursing home. So like there's like really nothing gross that I am I'm nothing can gross me out. Except birds and the way their necks move. Birds are filthy, horrible creatures i do like this there's this like what are the white ones called with like the spiky feathers on top i think that might be a cockatiel yeah or a cockatiel. that's i think that's the one yeah there's this there's this like one cockatiel on youtube that like loves just like knocking shit down and like screaming. <laughs> it like it like picks up this plastic cup with its foot and just like screams into the cup and i'm like you know what i respect that I do respect screaming and destruction for the sake of screaming and destruction. Yeah. I mean, I relate. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So I, I I do, I don't think I, I don't like that bird, but I respect the bird. I, yeah, I am a bird respecter. (laughs) I I also respect like birds of prey. I think those are kind of cool. Sure. Yeah. I mean, your falcons, your hawks, your Your eagles. Your raptors, basically. Um, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You know, the bird that I respect most is Tobias from the Animorphs. <laughs> what? You're not familiar. I I think I read Animorphs when I was younger, but I don't remember it. He was a human boy who turned into a bird, but he stayed as a bird too long. And then he <gasps> was he, permanently stuck, stuck as, as a, a bird. bird? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that would suck. It, he he started becoming a bird. Yeah. That's like a really confusing time to be going through puberty too. I know as a bird. You're like, I'm horny and I'm a human boy, but I'm a bird. So when, when he's a bird, like, can he still think human thoughts? Yes. He still has a human brain, except oh I think my God. as it goes on, as he's stuck as a bird for longer, he starts to be more like a bird. Um, this is horrifying. But then I think at some point he gains the ability to turn back, which is very nice. That is nice. But also I feel like just one thing that they don't really – you would have like PTSD from being a bird. Do any doctors specialize in that? Um, I mean there's maybe alien therapists who could do yeah. that. Um, yeah. Because – yeah, so it, maybe. I mean, those books got really dark, and I think they probably did cover the fact that he had PTSD from being a bird because, like, they got really so. intense. The silent epidemic. Yeah, PTSD from being no one talks about. To a bird. There's so much stigma about being permanently a bird, and we don't really talk about it enough. And just start the conversation. It's time to just have an open, honest conversation about being turned into a bird. I'm against uh, I'm against being turned into a bird for one. Um I am staunchly um you know what? I think that if you want to turn into a bird, that's your right, but I don't want to have to explain it to my children. <laughs> Just like don't do don't turn into a bird in public <laughs> because my parent my children are gonna start asking questions about about that, like anamorphs and yurks and like I really don't want to have that conversation until I, just, I think they're ready. Those are conversations I can't answer. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is fucked up. I, I don't think I, like, really got too deep. I remember the show a little bit. Yeah. The show, right? the show was very bad, I think. It was, yeah, it was really bad. It was Ugh. not good. Yeah. Um, I didn't like ever read those books. I read like um, I was like a huge dork. I read like Anne of Green Gables like forty times. That was like my favorite book growing up. Mm-hmm. I like the part where she got drunk. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> what? Did you don't just... remember when she gets drunk? No. Yeah, she like her and what's her friend like Dinah or whatever. Yeah, Dina or knows. whatever her name is. They like sneak wine at one of her because her mom they were like super rich and fancy and they like were having a fancy party and they like snuck wine and got oh drunk my God. yeah and i was like this is what's up this is sick that <laughs> i want to drink wine with my friends and then i did and now i'm here now you're Anne of Green Gables. It's all no, it's, full circle. It's all coming together. It's all happening for me. That's so great. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. You're so welcome. What was your favorite book growing up? My favorite book growing up. I don't know. Actually, I wasn't a big reader as a kid for some reason. I was really young, and then I wasn't for, like, a, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm not really sure what I was even reading as a kid. It's like I, like, of... you see it in trouble for like, reading during school. Oh, my God. Like, they would be like, she's reading in class again. I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> Why am I in trouble for this? That seems wrong somehow yeah i got it well because it was like always in math class which like i failed fuck math i'm just I saying no one cares three times before i dropped out of high school math is for squares specifically yeah. for calculating the area of squares <laughs> that's actually yeah that's what it's for it is. um <laughs> Yeah, I, I failed geometry, I think, three times and physics twice. And then I was like, you know what? I'm good on high school. It's just not really my thing. Yeah. And I dropped right out. Nice and work. I never had to learn math again. Yeah. Well, no. If, I you're, mean... if you're listening, if you're out there, uh, drop out of high school. If it's not too <laughs> I'm Allie Wachowski, and I endorse that message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, do you want to move on to a, a segment that we do on the show? Yes. I love segments. Oh, they're so great. We should have more of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should have so many segments. Um, but right now, this is the only one that we do. And it's called Get Wrapped. Get Wrapped. This is a segment where we recommend things to our listeners. Those things can be whatever we want. People have recommended, oh, the things people have recommended, I say (laughs) as I slowly pull up the list to remember, you know, things like movies, things like books, things like exfoliating, things like, uh, you know, um, coffee naps, anything, everything. I recommend a strict bedtime. Oh, yes. I do. I um 
I used to go out all the time. I don't really go out that much anymore. Um, but I do, I recognize, I recognize, I recommend <laughs> a very strict bedtime. Um, you look more beautiful when you have a bedtime. Um, you text less idiots when you have a bedtime. That's true. Um, you miss a lot of texts from idiots when you have a bedtime. Um, it's, you can't, you can't lose. What is your bedtime? Um, I get in bed at about 1130 and then I turn my phone off and I read for like an hour. My God. Yeah. That's I, that's so a new smart. thing. I, it's a new thing I started doing. I was like, no screen time before. Well, I also take like, um, I've been pretty like, um, just transparent about being pretty crazy. So I take antipsychotics before bed and they knock me the fuck out. Mm. So I just read until I like drift off. Um, ah. so that helps my bedtime, but yeah, so I, I no screen time before bed is something I super recommend also so important but i'm so bad at it but oh, i'm so hard i'm trying so to do this thing where i'm like in bed by like 10 and then i get up at like six or seven and this morning i woke up at seven when my alarm went off and then got up fed my cat ate a cliff bar read some fanfic and immediately fell back asleep until 10 30 which is like <laughs> the trick is you cannot stay in bed like you must get oh, out of bed when the alarm goes up and it's so hard because i don't have a day job so i don't have to like be anywhere mm -hmm. i just have to get a certain amount of things done every day but like yeah. i've realized i really hate being up at night because like especially in the winter like i'm not really going out much it's dark yeah. early i'm like not why I don't need to stay up late? Like what to be on Twitter? Like no. So like yeah, it's just gonna be there in the morning and it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. So like I'm really trying to get on that bedtime train and mm -hmm. um, I've been like trying to like watch a movie at night to like in bed to like sort of get. But like I should probably just start reading. That would be good. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Um, right now I am reading Eve's Hollywood by eve babbitt and i'm also rereading this is how you lose her oh um, i love that i love it too and i just went through um a really painful breakup so i decided to read this to traumatize myself and <laughs> make sure that these wounds stay open as long as possible yeah good call yeah good call <laughs> it's just that. a little self-care tip yeah just salt those uh, wounds. do things that hurt your feelings all the time <laughs> I love hurting my own people. I'm a cancer. So like well, everything so. hurts my feelings. Yeah. I don't know. Are you like into astrology sign? I don't know anything about it, but all of my friends do. So like, I really like it when someone is like, oh, you're being such a Libra now. And I'm like, oh, I know. Thank you. You're a Libra? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Libras. Oh, thank um, you. One See, of my I love it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm a cancer, which just means like, I'm just super sensitive and like kind of a bitch. Cool. So you are yeah. a, you would say that you are a bitch and a lover. I would say that. Um, I would go as far as to say that I'm a sinner and a saint. Wow. That <laughs> is really deep. And I think, I think you should like write that. Or like, yeah, I just you know, came up with it just now. Put that in a uh, story. Yeah, I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I want to wreck something too, and that is going to be for people with thick hair and probably not actually curly hair, but just like thick wavy hair like me, get a mixed boar bristle nylon brush. Oh, yes. Okay. So like, here's the thing. I am like super obsessed with skincare, super obsessed with like makeup and my nails and like other stuff, but like. And I, I really care about my hair, but I've never really, like, put the same effort into it as I have those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the only brush that I owned for, like, a long time was, like, a shitty drugstore plastic one. Right. The problem with those brushes is, like, like first of all, if they're plastic, they're going to, like, create static buildup in your hair, which causes it to go all weird. But, like, I ordered a, a brush that's, like, mixed Bore bristles and nylon from Amazon for like 15 bucks, I think. And mm-hmm. it's so nice. Like it yeah. makes my hair look really good and it feels really nice too. Like I'd, I'll just like sit in bed brushing my hair like fucking Jan Brady um, <laughs> before bed now. Um, but like it's really good. It's good for your hair because like brushing your hair mm-hmm. is, is good for it because you're like redistributing oils and encouraging growth and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just like a really nice thing to do for yourself, I feel like. So. That is, I, so I have had like, last year was a rough year for me, um, emotionally, which means that it was an even worse year for my hair. Uh, I was blonde. I was blue. I was red. I went from blonde to blue back to blonde in like two weeks. My hair was, it was awful. It was so dry. It was breaking. Um, but I have really healthy hair now and I attribute that to being single <laughs> and not food stabilizers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, hair care is important. It is. It is. I'm trying to take it more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I want to invest more in hair masks. Ooh, I yeah. Don't, don't have a lot. And I, I mean, I have a huge selection of face masks. I love face masks, but I don't have any hair masks. I used to use some of those lush ones, um, like the the pastes that you, you just slap oh, on. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like, okay, maybe I'll get back into those. Yeah. I like the, um, I do like a protein, the, the Joico K-Pack. It's really good. Mm. It's my favorite. It makes your hair so soft. It smells, it smells like bananas, actually. It smells really good. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Good fruit. I love to smell like fruit. No, I actually don't. And I really resent how like so many scent options are like just super fruity and citrusy and flowery. And I don't like to smell like that. I hate it. And like, actually, I kind of hate that. Like, I'm not like, um, I'm not sensitive or anything, but like, Mm -hmm. it really annoys me that so many products are scented. Like when I use perfume like anyway i don't need some like shitty synthetic like fruit smell getting in the way of like my ds and darga bow makers you know it's like you chose this perfume for like a reason you want to smell like it yeah yeah and so like i try to use stuff that is like doesn't have and also stuff that has a ton of scent often has now i'm getting into like my fucking skincare garbage but like usually it has like a lot of alcohol in it too which which is like terrible and like not Mm -hmm. good for your skin so yeah i don't want to get off on a tear but (laughs) (laughs) um i recently started instead of perfume i started using just like straight vanilla oil 
which is like crazy because like when who wants to smell like when it takes me it takes me back to like smelling just like what's it called the warm vanilla like bath and body works uh-huh in like high school you know when you <laughs> smell like like the vanilla or um what's a love spell oh my god this someone sat next to me on the train like two days ago and she smelled like love spell and i was like oh my god it like made me sick and it was triggering but um i think vanilla is like one of the sluttiest smells <laughs> uh, which is why i've started wearing it again <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, this was great. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm sorry if my voice was annoying. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> no, I've been kind of sick, so I'm still sort of like, I've still got some stuff going on with mine too. Cool. I mean, not cool, but not, I'm not alone. That was mean. Cool. I'm glad you're <laughs> not what I meant. That's I know what you mean. meant. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> thank uh, you so much for having me. This felt like so quick. I know it's time really flies. Um, do you want to tell people where they can like find your, you online or is there anything you want to like promote or? Yeah. Can I just, okay. So you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Allie watch, A L L I E W A C H. Um, you can also listen to my podcast uh, called girls on the internet, where I talk to women about how, They've used the internet to build careers and friendships and community and um, conspiracy, like learn conspiracy theories and shit. Um, so you can follow me there and um, follow us on Spotify where we all my guests do playlists. That's awesome. Well, yeah, folks should go you look that up. Yeah. Support me or suffer the consequences. Yes. Which exactly. are my feelings being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks so much. Thank uh, you. Go get something to drink, and I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co slash support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>